And we'll start with basically how you're feeling about the release of the new album tomorrow. Yeah, we are very excited about the new release uh, because we are waited so long. I mean, we created the album three years ago and with no doubt about um, to have a full-length album. So now here we are and tomorrow is the day of the day and we can't wait. Is there a little part of you that's almost uh, sick and tired of talking about it or the fact that we're right here ready for release and the fan base is going to get to hear it fully now does that reinvigorate your it, it for you yes of course of course i mean uh, we we got great response from everybody and uh, yeah today we released uh, another single called uh, uh, savior and yeah <sighs> again we are very excited that reaction to the singles, um, even today as well, the comments already blowing up from the fans and the reviews that you've already received. Does that help kind of relax your mind into potentially how the overall product is going to be received? Um, yes, on the on one hand, yes, of course. On the other hand, uh, I'm still, or we are still very nervous. Uh, we don't know how the people uh, will recognize the album or uh, give us response because it's not the, the normal type of hard rock music, not the normal type of metalcore music. It's a melting pot of everything. So it's new. And yeah, let's see and hope the best. <laughs> Absolutely. And obviously the process to get to this point, bit of a long and a storied one. So go back to the beginning. Was your original, what was your original vision for the album? Was it clear? And has it been as fully realized as possible now that we are here? Uh, no, it was not fully clear. Um, as I said, uh, we we started three years ago uh, with a vision to um, release two singles only, and uh, then Corona came by, and um, yeah, in this time uh, we had a contact at uh, a Rising Empire, our label, and they said, yeah, we want to sign you, and we need a full-length album. So uh, it was. <laughs> from one day to another it was very crazy and yeah then we started uh, we started uh, uh, writing new songs and now we have um, we had three uh, sessions of recording so we have three types of of the timeline for the songs and at the end i think it's a good combination of hard rock good combination of mood of the uh, of the of the melody yeah, I think we are very proud of the of the outcome, the album. Do you think it's a good snapshot, a good capturing pip, uh, capturing release of Black Tooth as you stand now in twenty twenty two? Yes, I think so. No, it's so do I. So do I. I've, I've heard it, reviewed it, loved the album. Thought it was really, really, really um, interesting stuff. One of the things I wanted to pick your brains about, and I guess it's from your perspective as much as outside. What did you want to express through this music and what were you hoping fans will be able to take from it? It's, it's a good question. Um, from the lyric side, it's, uh, it's very easy to describe. We try to um, take topics um, everybody has handled with or had to have to handle with. Uh, it's like depression or every bad thing in our lives. And every song has another story. So I think we have a, a little red line through the whole album. And uh, a lot of people wrote us already about um, like Pulse or something like that. Pulse is about depression and 
being not alone. And now savior is like, um, everybody needs help, but you also have problems. So who is helping you? Who's your savior? You can't be a savior for everybody without having a sa savior. So um, the response is very nice. Yeah. And I think with a not typical uh, kind of music and the, the lyrics, it's a very crazy combination. It's an interesting combination, to say the least, because Blacktooth are somewhat undefinable. It's not easy to pigeonhole your sound. Yeah. From your perspective, where do Blacktooth fit? And are you quite happy being undefinable? <laughs> on one side, yes, because you're the only one. On the other side, no, because uh, you have a little problems with finding some booking stuff. So we had some conversations with booking agencies and all of them said the same. Um, yeah, you are nice, but I don't know where you fit. This uh. is a problem. But in the past, uh, we learned that we can play with punk rock bands. We can play with, we played with um, Polaris. We played with Bad Omens. We played with like punk rock bands. Uh, we played on a festival with, Bear, uh, not Beartooth, um, like um, Havishai Burn or something like that. And it fits. So we're a 100% live band, maybe a little bit softer, but we, we have big attitude. So this is, this is the soft and the, the attitude is hard work. <laughs> so it's, yeah. We don't want you to be definable though. Ultimately, it, the variety in your music and the things that you bring to the table, for me, it's very much a fit whatever the hell you want. The idea that you must go on a bill or on a, a set with bands that are similar to your style is laughable. I feel like Blacktooth could go on any bill. Yes. It's the same, I think. The oh. same. Well, hopefully... Hopefully more people realize that uh, with the re this new album release, it kind of sparks something in a realization. Because I do feel like the music scene um, is changing enough and it's becoming a bit more open, particularly following COVID and the desperation to get shows back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, we are uh, hoping very much that um, someone will come and say, wow, I want to try this with you. So uh, one step is done with a Rising Empire. We're very um, happy about this and but this is not the, the, the only thing we need. We need a booking agency. And this is a very tough thing mm -hmm. at the moment. It is, it is. How, how have the label been uh, in regards to supporting you on the last couple of years when you've been building and working towards this, uh, the new album? Yeah, the, uh, the work together is very great. Um, we are very grateful for that. And um, I have contact every day to the label. So they take the time to answer my questions because it's, I mean, it's not our first album, but it's the first album worldwide uh, with a label. So it's very new. It's exciting. It's, we are newbies. So nerds, <laughs> something like that. Um, um, yeah, the work is, yeah, it's awesome uh, to have them on our side and it makes something very special uh, or creates something very special. And without a label, we never had the chance to, uh, talk to someone like you or we had podcasts with American people or UK or wherever and we now we're creating fans in, in Brazil or something like this. It's uh, it, 
they spread the music all over the world. It's completely crazy when someone writes you in the middle of the night and says, hey, man, I'm from Sao Paulo. I love your song. I said, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, do, we do kind of forget for a while the continent of Europe can feel very, very closed in, even though everything is travelable and landlocked and you can spread your wings to all the countries that it's getting off the continent. That uh, yeah. often is the most difficult part. Yes. Out of Germany is difficult too. <laughs> Not only the continent, out of their own country is very difficult. That is true, actually. Yeah, from always an outsider's perspective, when you think of scenes within Germany, it tends mm. to get lumbered into specific ones that you guys, for example, such do not uh, exist in. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's right. Do you, do you guys, do you feel like you're stronger for the experience of the past few years? So obviously the COVID, the lockdowns, the inability to go out and play live and perform and do all of that. Do you think you've got to 2022 where we are now and you're stronger for it? Yes and no. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, we are stronger as a band. We are stronger because we learned how to handle the music business. Uh, in the past, it was not, not a very, it was a hobby. It was, uh, yeah, playing live, writing songs and be like a rock star, you know. And now it's more like, yeah, you have to check uh, your social medias. What do you want to post? It's very important. What do you post? And um, yeah, the business with the label, the business with uh, as a as a, a company and something like that. It's this is uh, very tough, but I think we are stronger. Um, and on the other side, I think um, twenty twenty is a learning year for us. Mm -hmm. We can look into the future for the next year or the next two years, maybe, and to to be more stronger and diving deep into the music business and then um, yeah, rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Um, you're still growing, of course. Ultimately, yes. you're an artist. I would be very surprised if you were like, nope, cool, we're at the point where we are 100% happy and comfortable with what we want to do. Because I would argue, and perhaps you can correct me if I'm wrong on this, but Julie is a bit of a, a rebirth for you guys. Yes, this is true. <clears throat> um, back in 2000, 2007, sorry for my German dialect, um, <laughs> I formed the band with, uh, yeah, oh my God, some, some guys that are not into the band anymore. And uh, this was really, we want, the, the goal was to bring back 80s hard rock. And um, we did this. Uh, yeah. We felt like very big stars in some, <laughs> in some way. And then um, Mati came to the band, Dave came to the band, Steven came to the band, and we renamed us, um, not because of the American band uh, with a similar name or logo. Um, <clears throat> and then, yes, uh, Mati uh, is growing in her uh, writing style very, very much. She came from a heavy metal band, uh, like Motley Crue or something like that. And in over the years, yeah, when I think about it, over the years, she growing, she was growing very, very much. And she is listening to a lot of music, a lot of different styles like EDM or US pop or something like that. And she's writing something like this in, in this style with, it's 50% it's like truth and 50% like EDM drops and US pop or hard rock, 80s, heavy metal, something like that. And the rest is the craziness of the band. 
then you have a black tooth. So, yeah, it's awesome at the moment. I'm glad you feel it is because um, the responses I've seen and, you know, trawling through your social media and those aspects, um, there's a lot of anticipation. There's a lot of excitement based off the singles, but also getting to hear the full, full thing. Now, you touched upon that social media aspect and doing it and what you've learned over the last couple of years. But I guess the bigger question around that. Is that area, um, the social media, the fact that you've got to do all of that, is it something you enjoy? To do social media? Mm. Uh, uh, yeah. Sometimes yes, sometimes no, because you have to do it. You have to force yourself to do it because you need, uh, you need this to generate more listeners, more fans, more followers and something like that. And as I said, it's not easy to to know what to post every day because yeah. you have to think about it. You have to 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 speak to the people with your uh, pictures or stories or something like that, and you have to catch them and hold them very tight. So um, for me, it's not the nicest part of being in a band, to be honest. Yeah. But it's for me, it's a very big learning process. I mean, I'm 35 now. Social media is not my uh, time i would say i mean we had to we had to create a tiktok account and tiktok is completely out of my of my uh, age this is completely crazy and sometimes i i'm looking or i'm watching some videos in tiktok and i think we have three million views with, <laughs> with what <laughs> i mean it's this is uh, yeah but it's a learning process every day you said it already, it's part and parcel of being a band these days. It's a necessary evil. Um, you know, I'm 37, so I also share your uh, your view and feelings on these things. I want to pick your brains about a specific track. Uh, one track that maybe stands out more than any other, and it's certainly um, one that's resonating already with the fan base. And you mentioned it earlier on, it is Pulse. Talk to us about working with Kasim on it how did that collaboration come about ah it's a good question so um the collaboration came about um we played with alaska with his uh ex-band or former band um on the empiricum festival 2018 and i i'm i'm a physiotherapist in real life but not working in this anymore but i know the band's physiotherapist so <laughs> And then the contact came and uh, we talked about it and then I, I I love Kazim's voice. I love it so much and I'm, wow, this is, he's crazy. And yeah, then I wrote him out of the blue and said, yeah, do you want to feature a song with us? I mean, I, I, I really, I already know that he will say no, but then he said, yes, nice, cool. Send it around. I think, what the Yeah, and then... Um, that's it, really. That it is what was very easy uh, to have him on the track, but the outcome and the 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 the, the, the what is it? Um, yeah, the outcome. This song pulled is for me the biggest track on the album for me because for me it's very personally, uh, very personal. Um, this is because we when we um, recorded the song um, and I recorded the voice. Uh, I had to stop in the song. I need to break because I felt the lyrics so much 
that I mean, I am. Everybody has depression, right? Yeah. I mean, this is a, this is a. It's like breathing. Depression is like breathing for everybody. And you have good days, you have bad days. And on this day, I had a bad day, and the lyrics are waving in my head, and it was okay. I had to take a break. So sorry. Uh, I felt this, and I never felt this before. And again, uh, because I'm I'm singing. It's hard to say. Uh, the, the lyrics are that what I'm feeling yeah. in real life. Uh, yeah, this is a very special song for me. And that Kasim is featuring on the song is for me the biggest thing ever. And I think nobody else could do this job better than him. It yeah. is genuinely incredible, his performance and what he adds to the track. Um, and at that stage as well in the album, it's such a unique standout track that it is one that I feel um, 10 years down the line will still be held up as a shining light of uh, your career at that yeah. point. Uh, hopefully it'll be many, many more alongside it, of course. But do you think your honesty and the fact that you've been so honest, for example, there just talking about that one track, but your honesty and how you, you guys portray yourselves is part of the reason why your fan base adores you, resonates so well with you? Maybe. Yes, I guess so. Um, some, of, uh, some of our fans or, or listeners, I don't know, fans is a, is a big word, you know, um, wrote us about when we, when we re uh, released polls um, and talked about it. Yeah, man, I feel this and I had the same problem. And then I posted, uh, well, I posted a story and uh, said to them, if you have problems, write us. Maybe we can help. Maybe we can find help together for you. So in the past, you heard so many things about um, musicians um, suicide, like Chester Bennington, or I don't know some some other guys. And I think there is help, and if you need help, you can find help, you can get help. And this is an important thing. Well said, well said. And of course, music is only for many, many people, if not everyone in the world, a catalyst and out and output a chance to lose yourself. Mm -hmm. And um, if Julie goes even an inch towards easing someone's mind, then um, what an incredible job that will be. So last but not least, yeah. the hopeful plan for the remainder of 2022 and into 2023. Now, I know this is really difficult because ultimately this, this year is a bit of a washout when it comes to festivals and tours and all of that. But <laughs> is the hope just get out there as much as you possibly can? I mean, um, I hope so. I don't, I don't know at, the, at this point. Uh, we, we fully concentrated on the, on the album at the moment because this is for us a very big thing, the biggest thing at the moment. And it's a very hard thing because everybody from us is working a full day job. And uh, Matti and Dave are parents, so it's not, not easy to, to have 100% of the band, but we need to. Yes, I know. And we are planning some shows. Um, there is a tour planned in... Uh, I guess the spring of 2023, also with England, United, uh, United Kingdom, yes, United States, wow, <laughs> United <laughs> Kingdom, sorry. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, it's not very big plans at the moment, but I hope this will change very soon. It is always hard to talk about the future when it's hard to see beyond the next simple day. But as of right now, time recording, one day, 
Julie is out. And uh, from my perspective, you have done an incredible job. And I hope it is immeasurably successful for you. Thank you very much. I hope so too. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to do this interview. Thanks for having me. Thank you very much for watching. You can check us out on gbhbell.com as well as on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and Tumblr. Go to Patreon to help us out over there. That's patreon.com forward slash GBHBL as well as Big Cartel where you can find some of our merchandise. We have a podcast running on SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts. And of course, if you like this video, do us a favour, hit the subscribe button and help the channel grow. Games, horror and heavy metal. What else is life for?